So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. Randy Griggs. <laughs> and we are and the Odyssey continues. <laughs> What's up, Dojo Nation? Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host. What size is he on? Randy Griggs. Back in the bright... Red, you got red lights. I need to understand what's happening here. Did you make some sort of deal with someone? Did you sell your soul? Is there th something happening here that we don't know about? Did, Have I you been smoking too much pure evil? <laughs> <laughs> I did this just for you, Robbie. I thought I thought you'd appreciate it. It's not. It's your favorite holiday season. Um, I, you know, if you want, you know, I can I can lighten them. Oh, well, that yeah, that looks terrible. No, no, we that's that's that. no good. Yeah, yeah. we'll stick with yeah, that. Yeah, now we're talking. That was good. Yeah. You had right there. Yeah. I like it. I like it. The, the the lights, the shining, bright shining lights of hell in uh, Studio uh, Lot B there. That's uh, that's What's fantastic. What's up, Robbie Raz? Man, good to see you. It's yeah, summer. it's we haven't we haven't been together on the show, Randy, for over a month. And if you're watching, you can tell because it's this has been a very clunky intro. But uh, anyway, I'm happy to be back. I know Randy's happy to be back. Jordan and I think Eric is back. You guys Eric are might both be. on the show. And my dad's not. We are. We are. Yeah, there's 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 some sort of deal that if all four of us are here, I think the universe will implode. Yeah. So yeah. it's probably Can't best if uh, if we don't do that. But nice to see you, Jordan. I believe uh, who's we got a, anybody in the. Oh, in we the sure do. Studio audience. Audience. Cam. Whoop, whoop. Ooh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Matt Hall? Well, I was just noticing that Facebook is frozen for me, so I was trying to figure that out. No. Oh, oh my goodness. How's Don't it going? you do this to oh. And now <laughs> it's acting weird. There it goes. We're good. All, All right. right. You well, fixed the Facebook. Matt Hall holding it down in the studio audience. Randy, it is a pleasure to see you, my friend. How have you been? Dude, I am on top of the world. I did just realize, like, right as we were going live, that I hadn't cut or lit my light or my stick and i didn't have a cutter or lighter at my desk so uh i am kind of jumbling around here but i am ready to go i'm in the best of ways uh robbie i will share um, because i'm a share with the audience here at flavor odyssey okay. um i i started a new job last week mm -hmm. uh, that's why i wasn't able to make the show um so i'm super super excited uh, i'm not sure i don't think i ever actually announced it when i left 21st amendment last year um but i left the beer industry for the first time in 20 plus years and uh i made it nine months in tech it was um, nine months That's it was a, pretty good it was a good experience uh sales skyrocketed with me as a sales manager i did some things i'm really proud of and i just I desperately wanted to get back to what I do. And so I've taken a job as a national chain account manager um, with a small craft artisan distributor here in Northern California. 
It covers uh, everything from beer, spirits, wine, uh, non-alcoholic CBD water, uh, five-hour energy power drinks. Boring. Um, yeah. Well, whatever. I, I'm really excited about the beverage segment in my life. And so uh, super excited about that. So that's why I wasn't here last week. But, um, but you know, got uh, the family's happy. The family's healthy. I got my, my good, good, good friend, Robbie Raz, back on the show with me. So I couldn't be better, man. How you been? Uh, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for you for the new gig. Um, I was excited for you when, uh, and we you know, pull back the curtain completely, Randy and I. Uh, we talk about this kind of stuff a lot uh, offline. We probably talk about uh, career stuff more than we talk about the show. Um, which is probably a good True thing, story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, maybe that's pull the curtain back too far. We talk about the show all the time, um, <laughs> but uh, but no, it was I, I was excited for you to uh, to try something new, and um, I think uh, I'm I, now I'm really excited for you to get back into uh, the beverage industry because I know that's uh, such a it's a much more comfortable place for you. Um, so I'm I'm thrilled. You seem uh, very very happy with the new gig, so that's awesome. Uh, congrats Thanks, on buddy. that. Um, Appreciate you. But yeah, everything everything's great over here, man. Uh, I finally kicked the COVID, and um, in <clears throat> COVID's face, boom, and uh, and yeah, and I think most of my traveling for the rest of the year is done, so I don't think I'm going to miss too many more episodes. So that's a good thing. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, work's good, business life is good, everything's good. Got a big event tomorrow that I'm really stressed out about, but we're for the next 45 minutes, we're not going to think about that. We are going to talk nice. about. Some German beers and some delicious cigars. Yeah. Randy, we are drinking. We're wrapping up the German beer segment uh, of uh, season five, right? We're on season five? Correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I was having a conversation with myself the other day, and I wasn't. Part of me said it was season four. Part of me said it was season five. It was a really interesting conversation. I should have recorded it and played it for the show. Um, but we are uh, finishing up the craft or the uh, German beer segment of season five. I believe, Randy, I believe we are all drinking. The uh, Polliner, yeah, come on, focus, baby. We uh, have Polliner to Salvatore. drink the Polliner Salvatore. Oh, yeah. The double bark. Nice. It's so German, bark. it hurts. <laughs> this <laughs> is... It, it <laughs> and we, we will talk a bit more about uh, this style of beer, Randy. I assume that you have a complete dossier on uh, Doppelbach. I think it's interesting that this says Doppelbach on the, on the bottle. I didn't realize that until just the other day. Um, but apparently Doppelbach and Doppelbach are the same thing. Um, Doppel is the German word double. for double. It's like right, uh, bi-weekly, you know? <laughs> but... Don't be trying to bring in your, your personal little weird <laughs> we stuff just, into our we show. We somehow board. tried to bring it in like ten shows in a row, so I just want to keep it, it going. It's like first first annual. First, it's the inaugural, right? Inaugural. It's first, inaugural. Annual. first annual. First annual. Second no time thing. ever. But, uh, yeah, that's what we're drinking tonight. Doppelbach, uh, Polinor Salvatore. I am smoking, Randy, the Julius Caesar. Ooh, look at that. Mm. that focus worked right off the bat. Oh. Diamond Crown Julius Caesar. Delicious, delicious cigar that I have not smoked in a while. But I was. I have very specific reasons for picking this particular cigar, so I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm curious what you are smoking because I have absolutely no idea. Were you able to find a lighter and a cutter and to get things moving? I have cut and lit my cigar, and I will be smoking the unbanded mystery 2022 that we just found out last week Ravi Raz, is blackened m81 by drew estate their brand new uh, collaboration cigar with blackened american whiskey and uh the uh, metallica band rated 89 by me first impressions the cigar or the whiskey the cigar smoked i smoked two oh. inches i rated it in 89 it's pretty good what, if you would have smoked three inches, would it have been a like? I don't. A we'll find out when I do the actual review. But the first Wait, impression is, was eighty nine. This is like a. Is it like was a good. Size thing or. You yeah. know, do you I, read, I, Robbie. Do you know what this, I, what, I, how this works? So like Metallica. Ro, Ro, Robbie's never watched a smoke. Uh, right uh, so he doesn't know what first impressions are. Metallica collaborated with uh, some whiskey boys, and they made a blended a whiskey. A rye bourbon blended whiskey, and they, um, the band, custom curates a playlist of Metallica music, and then they shoot it super low frequency into the barrels, 
and it kind of like helps the whiskey find its way into the wood. That that that's, that holds up, right? That's for real. That's... <laughs> they do that. Hey, it's a fun I, I, narrative. It's I, fun. It's fun. I, I think. I think. I given everything that I know about um, spirits and how they and interact with, with with a charred American oak. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that is just fantastic that they do that. There you go. Really, I think it really, really, really impacts. Yeah, I think baby. It really impacts the flavor. Um, I've had I've had the I've had the blackened uh, American whiskey. I thought it was pretty oh, solid. Oh, have you? Yeah, the it, it's yeah it's been around for uh, five or six years now. It's been around for sure. A while. I, I've uh, I've seen it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, 2018 uh, they they launched. Yeah, give or take. I, I know my uh, my mother in law had put, she does this whenever we come over for Christmas or something. She always have a, a new bottle of whiskey for me uh, to try, and she had uh, blackened um, a couple a handful of years ago. I think it was, was pre COVID, um, <clears throat> and I remember enjoying it. It was good. I think it's I want to say it's like it's only eighty proof. I think the like the the standard release is eighty proof. Um, they have a, a rye as well, which is the same looking bottle except it's green. I've tried the rye. The rye was pretty solid. Uh, and they did one with Willet, and it was a barrel-proof version. Uh, and I don't know if it was maybe aged in ex-Willet barrels. I don't know how, how they were uh, affiliated with Willet on that particular one. I haven't tried that one because that one goes for like 150 bucks a bottle. Uh, but people seem to uh, say that that one is quite tasty, but I haven't tried it. But I am eager to try that cigar, so that's I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. Do you know much about the blend? I, I know that it's a bunch of... Maduro, but that's all I know. Maduro, yeah, it's it's all Maduro. It's a uh, uh, San Andreas uh, wrapper. It is a Connecticut broadleaf binder with um, uh, what's the state next to Kentucky that also grows broadleaf? Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania broadleaf and Nicaraguan Maduro Lajero. Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan, Lajero uh, <laughs> filler, and mm. Pennsylvania broadleaf filler as well. So yeah, it's awesome. It's black. It's black through and through. Um, already, this is my first time smoking it. Do you know that you have these cigars in your possession? Me personally, yes. I don't think that's a fact. I assumed that you didn't know that. I brought you a box that Jack had sent me. Uh, for mm-hmm. us, it was it was with the the god awful the bright hat and backpack in that bat in that and right. oh and the and the spray can lighter yeah in that yeah. same box was a three pack of unbanded oh. cigars those are them interesting I had no idea I yep. why did I think that that was the uh, we're getting off on a tangent Under, here there's nobody care yep. nobody cares about this I thought it was the <laughs> um, I, I thought it was the, the twenty acre farm or whatever um no the, those came the, early the, the, in the year. The, yeah yeah the, these were part of that box you've got ah, them. there's a three pack it, it says it's like uh uh live you know that it's, show it's they do. fine yeah i, I know i know what you're talking about uh that's awesome <laughs> i didn't realize that i had them i'll have to check it out that's yeah. I, I do want to do an episode once that cigar is fully released and we can get some that are banded i do want to do that and then we'll pair it with the whiskey i think that'll be that'll make for a fun uh, wild card. Yeah, episode. for sure. Actually, for sure. I don't, since we're live, what the hell? This is a good time to talk about this. I'll throw this idea out. There's been a lot, especially recently, of cigars that are being branded specifically for a certain type of whiskey. And I feel like that could actually be a pretty good segment on the show. Because I know there's, oh. there's the Weller one. There's this one. That could be a fun segment for next season. I actually so kind of think. Um, I'll make a note. Somebody write that yeah. down. We put Matt in my in my dad's seat, by the way. That's, um, hey, nice. Hey, you look hey, good, hey. Matt. Oh, thank you. There he is. Yeah, you do look good. Um, I actually kind of like um, STG's strategy with the with the all the collaborations they've been doing with the Weller and whatnot. Um, kind of, I, I feel like it's kind of like an Apple strategy, where like the first year they came out with the Weller cigar and it was like, it's not barrel aged, so well, okay, that's cool, but like. Then this year, you bought it last year just because it's Weller. Then this year, they actually did barrel age it. So, like, Apple, right. you know, like, famously will, like, hold back, release, you know, some of their updates so that, like, you keep buying every phone, you know? Uh, well, Drew Estate did that with the Pappy as well, right? The first one, the Pappy traditional, no. had had nothing to do with the barrel. It still does And then, yeah, the new one does, doesn't it? No. 
It's always been. The, um, it's kind of like done the way that like some pipe tobacco is aged, where they like will press it in like the perique barrels, you know. Uh, but it's not like aged in Pappy Van Winkle barrels or anything like that. Oh, I thought the second release was okay. My bad. Well, this is a fun conversation, but but I don't know that it has anything to do with Flavor Odyssey. No, so, no, this, uh, yeah. if, it's, this is what happens when we don't see each other for months. We just start chatting. Robbie, you're supposed to be so, the one keeping us I, on track. I'm trying. I, I'm usually, I, I haven't had a chance to talk to Randy in months. Okay, let's refocus. Uh, Randy, yes. let's talk a little bit about uh, Doppelbach. I know we've, we've covered some German beers, and I, I missed the first two episodes, which is a bummer because German beer is – in my humble opinion, the best beer on the planet. So to be able to uh, focus on that for a full segment was a lot of fun. Um, yep. But I'm, I'm bummed that I missed the first two. But I've been back for Oktoberfest and Doppelbach, which are my two favorites. So I'm there thrilled to be here. But let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about this particular uh, style of beer, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and I gave you all the credit uh, in the in the first uh, episode that this was your idea. I thought it was great. Loved that the timing of our show actually lined up really well with Oktoberfest. It's a good time, and and you know what? And maybe it's because I'm back in the beer industry because we're doing this segment. I feel like this is kind of a resurgence here. Every time I go to the grocery store, I'm seeing more and more Oktoberfest releases. I'm seeing stores lean into the German import. Um, German lagers during this time of year, uh, maybe just a tick more than I have, at least in the last couple of years. And it's really exciting because, you know, uh, when, my favorite one so far has been the Dunkel. Uh, that one just went yeah. so well with cigars. Oh, yeah. And then the, the, that bad boy. Giant is opener! Like a, it's, it's, a, it's a German uh, church key, and it has like a German uh, old saying on it. That's something das about keeping your wife, keep your wife in the kitchen to make the beer or something like that. <laughs> it's it's beer. a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, something like that. Something, that. something along those lines. Yeah, look, look at that. that. He'll go. <laughs> That's going to yeah. be but, um, just the boot. Well, why, why are you putting that in a stiefel? It's Das Boot. Uh, yeah, Das Boot, again, American marketing, runes, beautiful tradition. It's a stiefel. Um Oh, you just hit the little heel of the stiefel. <laughs> but uh, like, so, looks like a little so anyhow, baby shoe now. Yeah, so we've been talking about German lagers very specifically. I kind of went over this uh, in previous episodes. I'm sure you guys touched on it last week. Um, but these these are lagers. Uh, you know, German beers by almost by definition are all going to be lagers uh, ba you know, coming from the German purity law of 1512, where uh, originally the original writing of that law was just barley water and hops were the only three ingredients allowed. Uh, later, once yeast was discovered, yeast was uh, incorporated into it. And then at some point along the way, they also incorporated that um, the, the legal brewing months saying that you could only brew from September to March. September, again, the, the, um, it, the very first one was the, the, uh, the king of, um, of Bavaria's daughter's wedding was the very first Oktoberfest. But it now today is, you know, marks the first day of the legal brewing uh, season. And so the, the mayor of Munich comes into town. He knocks the, the spigot into the big old barrel and that, that like launches uh, brewing season. You're allowed to brew from there till, till May. Um, and so uh, all that being said, the, the, we, we didn't do Bach on this one, on this segment, but Bach is one of the more like standard, just everyday table beers of Germany. So uh, again, doppel is the German word for double. So this is the double Bach, the doppel Bach. This was originally brewed uh, by nuns in, in a monastery and was referred to as liquid bread, uh, as you know, there's virtually no hop aroma, no hop flavor, just a, a wee bit of, of German noble hops to uh, give a little bit of bitterness to to reduce the perception of sweetness. As they they incorporated double decoction mashing, which is uh, taking and getting the mired reaction and and boiling a segment of of soupy grains to really get what we commonly 
incorrectly referred to as caramelization. Uh, the Maillard effect is, is something that we, we experience on meat. Um, it, it's where an amino acid and a sugar bond together versus caramelization where two sugars bond together. Um, but to the, to the common layman palate, they're very, very similar. It's that rich, sweeter uh, um, kind of character. Uh, and so, so the, a Doppelbach is a very intense and slightly sweet, but should never be cloying. Should have rich nougat, caramely uh, type characteristics and flavors. Um, it will have some fruitiness. And we've talked about that a lot, you and me, Rob, on the show. How lagers don't have fruitiness and ales do. The, the reason that this is an exception is because of the higher kilning and some of the crystal malts that they use. You'll get some prune or plum or grapey-like characteristics, but they're not coming from the yeast fermentation that where you would get them in ales. They're coming from those darker caramelized uh, malts. Um, so it's a very strong and rich, big, bold uh, version of a bock. And when I say big and bold, I mean, to be perfectly frank, American styles have become so strong and so so intense that these styles that traditionally were very bold and strong actually don't come across as nearly as strong as some of the, the beers that we're used to now that you know imperial stouts and pastry stouts are so common here in America. They've taken that intensity to such a far extreme. This is now kind of a it's stronger ish it's it's but it's very malty it's it's uh but it, but it's got that great german lager uh flavor and characteristic and then the, the only other thing i'd say about um doppelbox is you're you're always going to be able to tell if it's a doppelbox by by the ending most go with the aider uh ending so terminator do, uh, you know uh, this is the celebrator i have my hand from Eyinger. uh tonight we're we're drinking um the polliner salvatore um, but but you'll see that even when American breweries make a Doppelbach, they'll they often uh, use the Aider as kind of a uh, uh, indicator of, of the style. So you could call one the indicator. I was just thinking that as I said that I was like, that, that, that yeah, was, was like, an yeah. odd. Uh... <laughs> that's, let's, that's it. We're, Randy, we're starting yeah. a brewery, and that's our, we're <laughs> leading with a Doppelbach, and it's the indicator. The indicator. That's, yeah, of things to come. Yeah, it's funny that you say – because uh, we, we talk about this and we've used Sierra Nevada as the example on this before, but this uh, yeah. is always everywhere you see anything about this, like this is a big, bold, strong beer. And you could even like, same thing with cigars, like when uh, <clears throat> I don't know, let's what, what do we want to pick here? The the double Lajero, uh from sure. LFD was like the big, super strong cigar. And now it's like eh, it's a good cigar. Don't get me wrong, but it's not big and bold and strong anymore because our palates have been just beaten into the ground with so much Lajero uh, over right. the last decade. And just like in our American palates have been beaten into the ground with so many hops and these uh, sweet additions to these heavy stouts that this, I, I find this, this style and all German styles really just refreshing in, in their simplicity. Uh, oh. There's, there's, well there's said. not a, there's thank you. There's not. And that's the uh, that's going to be the tagline for our breweries. Refreshing in our simplicity. Look at this. This is all happening. We trademark all this stuff. Um, <laughs> the uh, no, this this particular beer. I've like I, I mentioned this during the uh, uh, Corbinian is a great one. And that's we a good example because it is a, a, a Doppelbach and it does not have that the doesn't end. end. Yeah, but I said that's very common. Is, you blew it, Randy. Damn it, Randy. Uh, see, see, here's here's what happens when you know a bunch of stuff and then there's people around you who don't know anything and want to tear you down. That's no offense to whoever posted that. I'm sure whoever posted that's, that does know stuff. No, that's Tanner. We just, he has, a, we just he wanna, has a recall coming too, by the way. Yeah, we just want to poke holes in your uh, in your knowledge. But, uh, no, I appreciate the rundown on that. And, again, this beer is always in my fridge. Uh, anytime you come to the Robbie Raz household, you will find uh, – at least uh, a handful of Salvatores in the fridge. Dana loves it. I love it. So you both, and this is you both have the Salvatore. No. That's, we're all drinking the same beer. Yeah. In a stunning turn of events, everyone followed the rules. Yeah. It's, it's I, I showed up with another one so I could throw a zinger, <laughs> and Robbie was like, can you – it's our first time <laughs> back <laughs> in five weeks. Can you just stick can with you this not? plan? I, I've, no. uh, it's, so this is what it feels like to actually herd the cats. <laughs> it's it's uh it's kind of it's kind of a nice feeling but uh 
No, super excited about this particular beer. I'm going to have to get up and get to the fridge to get another one here in a second. But uh, checks in. I don't know if we mentioned uh, 7.9% ABV. Um, and I do get that uh, And I from this this beer particularly. And I get it from the uh, Corbinian as well. Uh, and I can't remember who makes that. That's why Vine and Stoffener makes that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but I get that Vine and on, on, yeah. on the nose, that stewed plum kind of aroma. Uh, I definitely get it on the palate as well. It's kind of a brightness on the palate, um, and that's just perfect for fall weather. And the fair, a, a little bit of chocolate. I don't get a ton of chocolate out of this particular beer. I know a lot of people say that they do. I don't get a ton of it, just a little bit, <clears throat> but I get uh, a lot of that caramel flavor. And yeah. I know the way that you described it, it's, def- it's not caramelization. I can't get into the, uh, the science of it, but caramelization sounds better than what happens to meat. So uh, we will, uh, we'll, we'll stick we'll stick with uh, the, the wrong terminology just to sound good. But, uh, yeah, this this is a, a beer that I've paired with many a cigar and um, I've never actually paired it with this particular cigar. Again, I'm smoking the Julius Caesar uh, from our good friends at J.C. Newman Diamond Crown Julius Caesar. Love this particular cigar. Um, I should pull up the specs on it so I can tell you guys. I think it's got an Ecuadorian wrapper on it. Uh, yeah. Ecuadorian Havana seed wrapper. Um, Dominican binder and filler. Uh, it's got some Central American filler tobaccos in there as well. It doesn't say what they are, but um, filler from the Caribbean and Central America. Interesting. Uh, and it comes from the uh, Tobacco Lara Fuente. Uh, aged five years. This has got a, a highly decorated uh, cigar. Many, uh, many high, high ratings. I'm smoking the... What the hell size am I smoking here? I think I'm smoking the... Uh, doesn't really matter. I think I'm smoking the Robusto, but <clears throat> actually, no, I'm smoking the Toro. But delicious cigar, nonetheless. Um, yeah, this is. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled to be dr- just drinking this beer, particularly. I'm gonna keep drinking it. And Randy, you can talk. Yeah, well, you know, you mentioned what happens to meat. That kind of reminded me of something. Randy! Cigar Dojo. I know what you're thinking. Could it be Randy Griggs and Robbie Raz in the same place at the same time? Well, that's right. Your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey, is at full strength once again. No pre-recorded commercial reads. No unannounced guest hosts. Just the true blue dynamic duo that you have come to know and love for 136 episodes. And tonight, we finish the segment strong with the fourth and final episode of the German Excursion as we continue to roll through Season 5. Now, did you hear the big announcement? Drew Estate revealed last week that the all-new cigar release that they've been talking about all summer is none other than Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. An all-new collaborative passion project cooked up by the lead singer, guitarist, and virtuoso of Metallica himself, James Hetfield, along with Rob Dietrich, the master distiller of blackened American whiskey, and of course, Jonathan Drew, founder and president of Drew Estate. Make sure that you get your hands on this all-Maduro beauty at a brick-and-mortar near you. And our favorite brick-and-mortar is also one of the best online retailers and is the sponsor of all cigars, Smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Our friends at Smoke In. Smoke In consistently strives to offer cigar enthusiasts the best possible buying experience. This includes industry-leaving customer service, fast and affordable shipping, consistently affordable pricing, and access to the most sought-after cigars on the market today. Smoke In's knowledgeable staff is ready and waiting to aid you in your quest to finding the perfect cigar. So check out any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or find them online at smokein.com. Oh my goodness. That was amazing. (laughs) It was worth the wait, my friend. I, I I literally like yeah. Metallica the whole time I was writing that today. <laughs> I don't know if we're yeah. it's because we're coming off of like three pre-recorded reads in a row, but that was one of the best reads ever. you've ever done. 
It, it was strong, man. It's very, strong very 15. strong. That's amazing. Nice. Better than my so 5.7 you gave me, you <laughs> jerk. It deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this one a 9.4. Whoa! Jeez. Nice. Oh, yeah, wow. that, that was that was good. It was strong. It was very strong. It was very topical. <laughs> it was very timely. Yes. Uh, well done. Clean. Well done, my All friend. the buzzwords, well you know. Yeah. Yeah. Synergy. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, too. You didn't, you didn't work synergy, and that's the one thing that was synergy. missing. That was going to be my critique, Matt, but I, I held ah. back. Uh, and, and, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you guys are too much. About you guys the are too much. in the movie, you know, like they drink, they drink the boot, and then like at the very end, they like the secret was they turn it on its side. It's true. Why don't they just drink the boot facing downwards the whole time? You can do that, too. <laughs> You're totally right. Well, no, because if the toe's straight down, you can't have the toe straight down because... You couldn't get it. You, you, you can't get, get all the beer out. So you, so you need it at an angle. So, you, so you're kind of feeding yeah, the, right. the pipeline, and then you just you tilt it, it just it enough. Because yeah. I, I started this beer out, you know, I'm sure everyone does, drinking it this way. With the boot mm -hmm. up, and that's really bad for the carbonation because every single time you go like this and you put the cup down, it slaps. Yeah, it's yep. splashing yep. around. So now I'm just going boot down, toe down, boot down, boot down. Okay, toe up. That should, that should, that should, that should be like a that's toe up. hashtag. That's toe, toe, <laughs> that one already is. Speaking of, All right. uh, I don't know. Speaking of something, <laughs> I'm not really sure talk. what. Um, <laughs> What, Jordan, I didn't even ask you what you're smoking today. Okay, uh, I went with the Lollibella because topical. I reviewed it this week. Um, Black Star Line. This is actually oh. uh, pre-release when my dad was designing the band. I think this is just like a, a printed off version of the band, uh, which you nice. know we designed. We redesigned the the War Witch and the Lollibella. Um, man, this cigar is full, 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 full on every sense of the term fl flavor body strength everything it's got it's and it does it's not like a it's not like a beat over the head like a dark dry kind of uh kind of the way that viaje blends full cigars out of agonor so like where they're just like that like uh dry earthy on your nicotine for nicotine's sake but this lollibella has the flavor to back it thing is like this is the kind of cigar you want to have in your humidor for those times where you really need you know something like in the Liga Privada ballpark, those super, super full cigars. I, I really haven't had a cigar like this out of Aganorsa before. Um, really mm. good. but mm. So I just thought, I don't know if it's going to pair well with the beer, but, you know, I was like, I'm going to go for it. Yeah, nice. I think based, based on your description, I think it might be uh, drowning your beer out a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it might be a little too big. Um, you might do better with one of those uh, dessert stouts that Randy was talking about. But, right. um, but no, I said, I'm curious. Well, I'm going it's an interesting cigar. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I've never smoked that cigar, so I'm curious. Don't, what are you smoking over there, Matt? Now, now that you're sitting in the in the captain's chair, I don't know if I can do this. I'm smoking a a, a Don Carlos, which makes me think nice. of you, Randy, because at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, you spent like what seven hundred dollars to smoke one, and they gave me the <laughs> other one. It was great. It was so nice. I really do like Don Carlos no, quite a bit. Cigars. Now. <laughs> I, for the you know, poll, none of I that have... story needs explanation. <laughs> no, it That's it. Randy what? will spend seven hundred dollars on anything and everything. Um, what just happened? For Is the this, poll, do we I to have talk about this off the store. Off the I have or what? Robbie's cigar. I don't have Randy's cigar. You, I, I've got the blackened by Drew Estate. Oh, of All course, right. you've talked. Oh, sorry, that's my bad. Producer's bad. Back yeah. to the, the show. The upcoming. It's that's upcoming. That hasn't been released yet. Correct. No, it's not in stores just yet. That's correct. Yeah, you, you had to have been. Uh, it, well, and technically, the the freestyle live uh, sampler pack. Yeah, so in some stores. people have so, it. Yeah, some people have it. Um, but uh, I I think uh, uh, our inside man Jack Hire told me that uh, they are getting them at the distribution center in a couple of weeks. Uh, so it is coming very very soon. I think it'll awesome. be nationwide awesome. by next month probably. But uh, yeah, you, you want to talk about? Oh yeah, no, totally. And, and like you said, I haven't had a chance to drink the whiskey, but um, you know they they do talk a lot in the collaboration that you know they wanted it to go with the whiskey. So um, uh, definitely looking forward to to pulling that pairing into uh, like you said, whether it be a, an actual segment or, or a, a, 
What are those one-off shows we do? The wild card shows. <laughs> doing, the one we're doing next week, yeah. <clears throat> Don't you think, Randy, it, uh, it has a unique profile that actually uh, makes it, you know, distinguishes itself from the Nika Rustica and the Underground. Like, it, it actually, it's not just, you know, of course, that's super cool to be partnering with Metallica, but like, Sure. You could put even if it wasn't a Metallica cigar, you could put that in the in the lineup, and I could I could probably blind say like, okay, yeah, the, uh, this is yeah. different. This is different. All three of those San Andreas wrapped cigars have their own uh, spot in the pro- portfolio. Well, well, even to that point, um, you, you know the all the Unicos, you, you know, I um, I don't know the details of of everything they've done with that line, but I know a lot of the uh, Liga Provada Unicos um, share well, the same blends. All the uni- all um, the Unicos are either um, based on the nine or the T fifty two, so they're all either right. Broadleaf or the Habano Connecticut. Right, right, so, right, and just different Vitolas, right? Uh, this to me distinguishes itself. Even if you were to line up all the Unicos and then this one, you'd know that this one wasn't one of the uh, ligas for sure. Uh, it is a very like different profile that I've tasted from Drew Estate. It's a lot of Lajero. I'm definitely feeling this cigar in my face. Um, but, uh, and, and, the, and the flavor is quite different too. And, you know, I, honestly, some of my favorite cigars uh, use both um, the Connecticut Broadleaf and the San Andreas. I'm a Maduro guy. I, I like all cigars, you know, in the right time and place. Uh, but I, I really do like the Maduro um, characteristics. And this one stands out from... Virtually anything I've tasted that put them both together. Obviously, bringing in the um, the Pennsylvania broadleaf. I've talked a lot about um, black label. Uh, you know, James Brown uses the Pennsylvania broadleaf um, frequently and well, in my opinion. And it definitely has, like I, I always say, it has this kind of like rougher, grittier kind of, kind of like flavor uh, to it than the Connecticut broadleaf. I'm definitely getting some notes of that, which is interesting because I've I've tasted. Uh, cigars that that boast and claim to use the Pennsylvania broadleaf, and I don't get that that like characteristic that I think of, um, you know, that I always get from the black label cigars. Um, and this one definitely has it. it has it, and it's it's not the the primary flavor, but it's there. Um, so a lot of complexities to this cigar. Big, bold, intense flavors. Um, since I'm since I'm already doing this, might as well start talking about how it's pairing for me, Rob. Um, so uh, again, you know, you you mentioned that you know some people claim uh, chocolate characteristics from Doppelbach. That's not that common. Most of the color and and richness, uh, where most American like stouts, for instance, are going to be coming from a chocolate malt. Um, that's not the case with these German lagers. Again, it's it's the processing. It's the way they boil that malt to bring out that richness. So they're not adding the roasted um, malt. So you should never get a roasted char- characteristic. It's it's more that toffee um, caramel kind of part of the flavor wheel. And I wasn't really sure how, how this would go if one would overpower the other. Uh, the cigar is definitely um, the lead flavor on my palate after I, uh, you know, take a draw and then have a sip of the beer. Uh, but the beer's not getting overpowered by any means, you know, that its ability to kind of like stick to the palate with the, the extra sweetness to it. Um, and to be perfectly honest, the, the flavors I'm getting from the cigar aren't overly chocolate. Again, it's so, um, it's so complex and it's flavor. You get a lot of earthiness. There's definitely some sweet chocolate notes, but, with the sweetness of the beer, I feel like it's canceling out some of that like sweeter chocolate, and it is coming across a little bit more baking cocoa like, which is really pleasant. And um, I think it's going well with the beer. You know, I, I I wouldn't say that like they're meeting on my palate and like creating this whole new flavor. That's that's great. It's really letting the cigar be the the primary thing, and I'm and I'm happy about that because it's the first time I smoked a cigar, and I really wanted to get a sense of its flavor. Um, but the beer is working out really well, you know, in between draws, giving a little bit of sweetness to it, probably helping out with some of that nicotine level for me. Um, so I, I'm I'm digging it so far. It's it's working out well. Nice. I think that's one thing that I've noticed um, over the years, and while we're doing this segment about German beers, is they're pretty versatile when it comes to pairing. Yep. You can you you can use it, it, pair it in the way that, that you're pairing it, where the 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 cigar is is definitely stronger than the beer, based on the way that you're describing it. I mean, it's it's a stronger yeah. flavor. It's definitely got that nicotine kick to it. 
Uh, you don't really taste that, but it's definitely got a, a more full flavor than the beer does. But like you said, it's not the beer's not getting run over. It's it's still part of the it's still part of the program, part of the show. Yeah. Uh, right. In in this particular instance, with this uh, with this Julius Caesar, this is more medium, medium plus. Um, and this was kind of what I was hoping for going in. I figured that our the intensity was going to be spot on between the beer and the cigar, and it really is. It's it's that medium, medium plus. It's not over the top on either on on strength or on too much flavor uh, or too strong of flavors. I should say uh, it's got there's a ton of flavor in this particular cigar. There's a little bit of earthy notes. I'm getting, and this is a weird comparison because I don't know how common these things are, but the last flight that I was on home from St. Louis when I got COVID, um, they, on Southwest, they give you like peanuts and like a little snack pack, you know, but they also gave me these, uh, they called it a brownie brittle. Have you ever had yeah, brownie yeah. brittle? Yeah. I had I've, never I've, heard I've of brownie brittle. I hadn't heard of brownie brittle before. And I asked the gal for like three or four more bags. This stuff is delicious. It's not too sweet. It's got the. It's like the, like when you make brownies, like it's like the edge. That's the yeah. the, the corn, the edge pieces of the brownie that have that crispy bit. Dude, it's delicious. I loved this stuff, and I get that that kind of flavor from this, where it's it's right. chocolate, but it's not over the top. It's sweet, but it's not over the top. It's um, <clears throat> it's just it's it's yeah. That it's just like a nice brownie kind of flavor. Uh, there's some nuttiness in the cigar as well, and I even get kind of. And I think it's probably elevated from the cigar or from the beer specifically, but a bit of that kind of stewed fruit note, that kind yeah. that flavor, that that Maduro type flavor that we talk about, um, where it's just it's just well fermented tobacco. But it's it's that it's a sweet tobacco flavor. But to me, it kind of has that jammy uh, quality to it. It's uh, enhanced by the beer specifically. What, are you okay over there, Randy? Did you break yep, anything? Yep. No, I'm handling it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It, Jordan, you can go full screen on me if you need to. Um, but uh, I'm good. I'm good. We're good. Okay, good. I can keep, I can keep vamping. But the 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 beer specifically, it it leans into that flavor of the beer with that caramel note. Caramel goes beautiful on uh, chocolate brownie. There's that stewed uh, fruit that we talked about. That's kind of a, it's it's a synergy between the two. Synergy between the two, Randy. There's some synergistics happening here. Uh, I'm this pairing is doing exactly what I was hoping for which was medium strength, not going to overpower each other. I think it's kind of a rising tide lifts, lifts all boats situation where everything's a bit elevated. Uh, the cigar is great. The beer is great. And it's just a fantastic experience. Not the best pairing I've ever had. I'm not going to get hyperbolic like Randy does, but I will say that this is pretty damn delicious. And if you uh, can track down this beer and track down a, uh, I just love doing that. The, uh, Julius Caesar diamond crown, um, I, I highly recommend giving this a shot. It is very, very good. Jordan, how is your uh, pairing working out for you? I'm muted. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think this one is going quite as well as the last three that we've done. Um, the beer, it's weird. The beer doesn't have that uh, that same kind of full mouthfeel that the other three had, like where you just like take a sip and just, you know, just kind of, expands into like a nice foaminess um it is uh, extremely malty uh got those prunes in the in the aroma uh tons of tons of caramelization uh the cigar is too full for the for the drink there is some kind of cool pepper notes that are going together um they're kind of just both good but like not like creating like a uh something better than the some of their parts uh i between the three i i'd, I'd give it a thumbs down but it's just it's it's more just so like they're both good it yeah you could do it you know i don't hate it it's just there's there's nothing there's no crazy pairing coming from the two of them it's fine it's it's just fine not, uh, it's not really moving the needle i wonder because i i get a pretty good mouthfeel out of this particular beer and i, I know that the, that that sensation that you're talking about where it, mm-hmm. it's you take a sip and it is a bit mouth filling i wonder if it's the uh vessel that you're using to consume the beer that is uh, maybe taking some of that away for you because i am getting that vibe so oh, i really? wonder if the beer slapping slapping around in that boot slapping uh, the base baby <laughs> what do you think Matt? i wonder if that <laughs> you have the same you know wonder, we're in the same environment yeah, and everything I, yeah i i would say uh my parents going great um the cigar is kind of driving it though the cigar's got the the flavor of the the the, the 
I like the the cigar, but the beer is this is my least favorite of the Germans that we've done. Yeah, me too. It mm. it almost tastes just like a, a brown ale or something like a Newcastle. So I, you're I, not getting the the crazy mouth. I'm not getting the mouthfeel. I'm getting a, a lot more hoppy, bitter, a little bit of that sweetness. Um, but to me, it tastes. This is the most American tasting beer of the German beers that we've done. Totally. And I am drinking it out of. A, this thing, so I don't know. Maybe you're right. <laughs> no, we've drank them all out of that thing. Yeah, here. That's I'm true, drinking right? out, of, like, out of this thing. But I mean, uh, I'm just drinking out of this thing. So I mean, you know, but I would the say flavor, overall, flavor the Odyssey glass here is a thumbs up because Robbie. the oh, cigar is so up. good. Okay. The beer is just not my favorite. I, I, this is not my favorite of the German beers. That's that's interesting that you're having that experience with the beer when you talk about it's. That's I'm curious because that's that's kind of the opposite of the experience hmm. that I have with this particular beer. It's interesting. Flavor is so subjective. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will say um, you, you've you got to go back, right? I know you're the one that picked these beers, but you've got to go back and grab that uh, that Dunkel with a cigar. That which was... Dunkel? Which Dunkel was it? I don't I remember which one. Which one you I don't know if it matters. Get that day. Uh, you guys yeah. just picked just, a, a random one. Just get, just okay. get yourself a Dunkel. Uh, oh, I, I, and, uh, I, I drink the Dunkles, yeah. Well, well it's ahead. like you said. You know, I, I love that you pointed out the versatility of German beer. Uh, and, you know, I made that point also you know, that uh, in food pairings is the same way. That, you know, I mean, that, you know, that Matt could enjoy it with uh, Cameroon wrapped, you know, lighter cigar versus, you know, I'm, I'm smoking the heaviest, most Lajero laden dark rich all maduro cigar that's ever been rolled um and that it's it's holding up even if it's not like the best pairing any of us have ever had it's it's not out of place it's not getting run over it's not like well it just didn't work at all with any with any one of these cigars it's it's got a place with every one of them um very versatile that way um i think you know, I'm glad that you pushed this narrative to do this segment because I know I, even after the Oktoberfest rush of a lot more of these beers being available at the store is over, I'm going to um, make sure I make a concerted effort to, like, mix in more dark German lagers into my in my you know experience as I'm smoking in the evenings um, than I have in the past. Because we've talked about it. You know, I'm a big IPA drinker, and it's literally the worst pairing of, of almost any beverage we've ever done with a cigar, and it's more frequently than not what I, what I'm drinking. Um, and so I'm I'm really excited that this kind of like revived that for me, and I can mix this into my regular rotation a lot more. That's awesome because I mean, I'm I'm thrilled just because German beer is the best beer on the planet, and if you're not drinking German beer with cigars, you're doing it wrong. So uh, I'm I'm glad that uh, that we were able to. I'll do a whole season on German beers if you want. That could be season six. We're just it was seasons. I'll I'll, I'll in every day in July. I would just go with no shirt underneath it. That could be fun. Um, but no, I'm I am German beers all day long. In fact, I have my uh, this is my second Salvatore, but I also have a uh, a Kolsch backup just in case because I, Kolsch might be my favorite beer on the planet just on a regular basis. And I don't remember which Kolsch I'm drinking. It's in a big it's in a red can i can't remember which one it is but um delicious delicious beer but i'm glad that uh that you're um that i brought this back I, i'm not teaching you anything you know all about german beer but i'm glad that we brought this back into you your uh into your rotation um the uh what's what's interesting you talked about um ipas and i'll just do a quick little tangent uh, I had to run up to Healdsburg for, uh, and I, I, I messaged you guys in the, I can, Jordan, we can hear you. Go ahead and mute yourself. Oh, um, yeah. The, yeah hey we, have, we, have, uh, we appreciate the cameo, uh, Eric. Yeah. Um, the, uh, no, you're all good. The, so I had, I had to run up to, had to run up to Healdsburg for a work thing. And, you know, just, it, it takes me right by Russian River Brewing. So, of course, you know why wouldn't I stop by? I didn't have time to grab lunch, but I I popped into the uh, to the to go uh, store they have there, and just I bought everything that they had available except for Pliny and Blind Pig because I can get those all the time. But they had uh, and this Randy, you said this is a new um, line from them, it, the Mosaic Stack West Coast IPA. Oh. Holy shit, man! I, and I don't say shit on the show a lot, but holy shit, that is a phenomenal 
We're going PG thirteen this week, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how many? How many shits do we get before we whoa, get a fucking R rating? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was, that was you only get one of those. Hey-o. You get one. Robbie's going to be dropping an F-bombs pretty soon here, man. He just did. Uh, I just did, yeah. It happened. Oh. Hey. Oh, hey. 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 From Jason. Oh, Newman. nice. To stick with the J.C. Newman theme, you know. Did you attend their Bricktoberfest festival, or did they send you that? Well, this just, this just happened, like, because just all the synergies synergized. and <laughs> You got it. You that have is, to synergize. Yeah. Oh. That is a beautiful, beautiful design on that bad boy. Yeah, if, you guys want, about those... if you guys want that, if your viewers want that, just click on the uh, the Bricktoberfest ad on Dojoverse, and it'll it'll show you a list of uh, just send you one. retailers that are selling them. And this cigar is really good too. Uh, these boots are amazing. So oh, wait, wait, you're actually cigar. smoking the Bricktoberfest? Yeah. Wow. Aren't you? No, I'm I'm doing a. Why wouldn't you do the Bricktoberfest? Because I forgot that we had those. <laughs> <laughs> I think he thought you were going to do that. So he didn't yeah, I thought you were cigar. doing it, and, and then you never came on the show. <laughs> This is good. Randy, Randy, I do want to point something out. It's funny. I asked Jordan to mute himself, and now he hasn't shut up since. You don't, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to mess around with that, bro. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Randy, you got to check out the Mosaic Stack. Anybody that has access to Russian River beer, it is, it's a damn near perfect West Coast IPA. It was delicious. I can't wait to find some more. I, I need to go nice. track down some more. I might drive, I might drive all the way up to the, uh, to the brewery just to get... Uh, get a case of that because that was delicious. But uh, let's get back to this. We're going to start wrapping this up here. Uh, I already waxed poetic. Uh, I didn't get super hyperbolic. I didn't go Randy uh, on it, uh, you know, Randy on a date on it. I didn't do that. But um, I don't even know what that means, but it sounded funny. <laughs> um, this to me, it's it's a definite thumbs up. The, the uh, as I said, the um, intensity is spot on. Uh, lots of crossover in the flavors from some chocolate notes from the cigar, some caramel from the from the beer, and that uh, stewed fruit note kind of uh, goes on both sides of uh, of the equation. Very very pleasant, very very good pairing. I will be revisiting this again. Uh, the the uh, I just like doing this, uh, focusing my camera here. The, uh, the <laughs> uh, Julius Caesar uh, from our good friends at Diamond Crown. Uh, delicious delicious pairing. Randy, where you at? I'm also going thumbs up. Uh, you know, I didn't have as many uh, flavor crossovers, um, but it was a really nice experience. Again, it allowed the cigar um, to, I think, be at its best. Uh, again, I really liked that the sweetness of the beer, I think, kind of tamed some of the sweetness of the cigar and allowed some of the nuanced complexities um, stand out a little bit more. Um, so I think it made the cigar better, even though... It didn't make the beer better. The cigar really sh shown in this one. So yeah, big thumbs up for me. Nice, nice. I'm I'm glad that uh, that was a thumbs up for you. Uh, one thing I I had this comment last week. I wore this same hat last week. Somebody asked what hat this was. Um, <clears throat> I'd love to Good. say that this is some some kind of uh, minor league team hat. It's not. Uh, there's a guy called uh, Di I think is Diconic. Uh, is he just he's a hat designer. He does hats and. Um, on um, I got this from hatclub.com uh, about a year ago. He he'll when he drops a release, they tend to sell out pretty quick. I was excited for this one and was refreshing my screen to get the zombie hand uh, with the baseball. This checks. This is a very Robbie Raz hat. Checks a lot of boxes for so. me. Um, so many boxes. Yeah, it checks so <laughs> many boxes. There's, there's there's so much synergy between me and this hat. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I, I it, and full disclosure, I actually bought two of them because I knew I was going to wear it so much that I'd probably sweat through it. So oh. I have a fresh one waiting in the closet. Holy cow! That's uh, yeah, I was That's, I was excited. Here I am wearing the same right hat there. for the last ten years straight. <laughs> like a dummy. Well, well, we we just we just have we have different priorities, and that's that's not it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Um, uh, yeah. So where, where do we go from here? Hat we game, and Jordan wears hats. See, that's that's the difference. There's, there's, that's, that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I I have a I have a closet that's dedicated just to hats. No, uh, I wear is... a hat. <laughs> You're right, right. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> no hats. That's it. 
<laughs> love it, love it. So we've got. I know there's a there's a big giveaway going on. Uh, from what I understand, I think yeah. we're like hundred and eight cigars. So tell us about that because I think we're announcing the winner next week, right? Yes, guys, uh, we'll be announcing the winner next week on the show. I can tell you already on Instagram, there's about 800 or more entries already just on Instagram alone. You can enter on Instagram, you can enter on Facebook, you can enter on Twitter, and of course, you can enter on the Dojoverse. One lucky random winner will win 108 cigars on the next Flavor Odyssey. So it's going to be an amazing night. It'll be announced next week on Wednesday on Flavor Odyssey. That's correct. Catch up, Jordan. Jordan doesn't <laughs> doesn't read the we, show notes ever. We wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't <laughs> do such a big thing. Yeah, on, that's crazy. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the phone. <laughs> yes. There are sh- there are show notes. <laughs> oh boy, e- Eric. Well, at least Eric and I communicate on on the planning of all this stuff. Uh, yeah, super excited. Glad to have uh, that announcement on the show. For just a second, when he went to say random, for just a second, I thought he was going to say Randy. And I thought I was finally going to get a chance to win something on Cigar Dojo. I was so excited. And then he, uh, I, I was actually going to say of, of those of those 800 entries on Instagram, how many of them are Randy's? <laughs> I hired I hired some some Oops. guys to write a bot. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I don't even think that's what it's called, but that's OK. I wrote a you bot. Don't, you don't speak. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wrote a bot. I, I, I wrote some bots, and uh, and now I'm going to win the contest. What's going on on uh, Smoke Night Live tomorrow night, boys? Uh, tomorrow night, if you're a cigar geek, you're going to want to tune in because we have Hector Alfonso Sr. on nice. the show. And we're doing a show called Connecticut Habano Maduro. And we're going to be talking to Hector about what makes a good Connecticut shade cigar, what makes a good Habano cigar, what makes a good Maduro, and not only that, but what are his favorites, not only Espinosa ones, but his favorite's just in those three wrapper types. So it's going to be a fun, cigar geeky kind of show. It'll be a blast. Hector's always hilarious. So make sure to tune in to Smoke Night Live tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Ooh, Look how that happy. is going to be. That's Hector's perfect for that because Hector's one of those guys, and I know a lot of cigar guys kind of claim to like smoke everybody's stuff and be really familiar with everything. A lot of guys aren't. Let's just be honest. They smoke their own stuff. They have an endless supply most. of cigars. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think uh, most, most and, guys aren't. It's probably fair. Yeah, most point. guys kind of aren't from my experience. Hector's definitely one of those guys that like hangs out his local brick and mortar. He smokes what just came in. He's excited. He kind of follows the trends and follows what other people are doing. I really like that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I've, I've, I've asked him about blending before, and uh, I, I know it's a it's a tantalating uh, uh Conversation. Um, uh, <laughs> Tintillating, baby. I'm over here making up words because it sounds good. Um, that's 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 actually release number two from our uh, from our brewery. <laughs> from right our brewery. Uh, that's our, our, our tintillating IPA. Is uh, I was going to get be... some tintillating action on my car that's windows gonna... tomorrow. Actually, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, Hector is a man of the people, and he's. I, yeah. I do think that he might be. Uh, he might be checking the Mets score during the game tomorrow because I know his Mets Indeed. are facing off against the. Uh, against the Padres in game one. Max Scherzer against you Darvish. That's a hell of a pitching matchup for game one well, of the Nas- National League wildcard series. So uh, that's, that's a hell of a like, name. Some big names. All right, guys. Those, that's Sh- uh, serious passes prime. Audience are pairings. You, you don't you don't follow baseball. Yeah, let's uh, let's do the uh, audience <laughs> pairings. Yeah. <laughs> we have Mike Harvey smoking an at Tatuai Avion 13 Tusla nice. with the Salvatore. Good that to was literally, I well, that's literally I haven't one had of the cigars version. I considered for this. Ooh, interesting. I'm curious like to see how that, that turned out. Has, Matt, can you chime in and tell us, not you, Matt, the other Matt, um, chime in Harvey. and tell us the uh, the how that how that's working out because yeah, Mike Harvey. was it Mike? Mike, Mike Harvey, Harvey, not Matt. I was looking at Matt. That's what threw me off. I, it's I. I Matt's it's I'm so like drawn to Matt on the screen. I'm not used to him being there. He's got his hat slightly askew. I just I dig can't the whole fix vibe. It. I'm trying. It, 
No, ski. no good it, it's angled. Good look. It's actually angled perfectly with the dojo sign behind you, so it's it's hard to <laughs> not stare at it. I did that on purpose. It's, it really is. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm curious to see how that that uh, Tushla is is pairing. The Avion Tushla is pairing with this. So I'd be curious. <laughs> yeah, Bill Powers. I'm not going to do him as well because he's pairing the same thing. The, they're both doing the Avion 13 Tushla. Um, Ooh, whoa. Nice. Interesting. Steven is doing a uh, Red Anchor, the Admiral, and Troganator by Troads. I don't. I don't know any of those one? things. The se- the second one. Troganator is the beer. by Trogues. Trogues is one of the biggest craft breweries in uh, in Philly. Figure it out, Jordan. Jeez. That's not true. Yeah, I knew the second right? one was the beer. I didn't know the. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the cigar. Oh, All right. What else? All right. What else? You ready you got, for Jordan? this? We got Tanner Cole, Celebrator. Doppelbach and HVC 500 anniversary. Ooh. Hmm. You know what? I, I, I'd, li- I'd like to uh, announce him the winner course. and then do a, do a 180 <laughs> and then recall that win. Um, so, so Tanner, you win, but not really. But not. Welcome okay. to the party. That's an uh, inside joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still funny. Got another HVC. Craig Lee's doing uh, the Polliner Doppelbach with the HVC hot cake. Mm. Oh, I can Ooh. see that working nicely. Yeah. We got mm. uh, Barry doing the Meshugana and the Celebrator Double Buck. Delicious. Mm. Like that one. And I could do one more. Uh, Joe Machado is doing the Polliner with a Viaje Skull and Bones. Uh, he's getting plum and coffee notes and the cigar playing nicely with the beer. Oh, Killing the mm-hmm. You know, I I'm really going to go first, Randy. Get... You. you... You right. always go first. I'm I'm gonna go first. I'm going first this week, Do and it. I'm picking Joe Machado. I dig that pairing, and I like that he gave us a little bit of a descriptor. I like afterwards. when they do our reviews. Yeah. yeah, he gave us a descriptor to tell us why it was good. Two thumbs up. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's. I dig that. I think that uh, knowing that Viaje profile, I haven't smoked that particular cigar, but I've smoked some of the Skull and Crossbones uh, in the past. Knowing that particular profile, I think that's going to work pretty well. So that gets my vote. Yeah, that's the Foab, the father of all bombs, uh, juxtaposed to the Moab, Moab. mother of all bombs. Uh, I also, for the same reason, I was going to originally say that the two gentlemen smoking the pairing that I was going to choose with the Tutsla um, wrapper on the uh, Avion, but Joe really pushed it over the edge by giving us a descriptor, letting us know what he was tasting, and letting us know how it was going. Joe's the winner. So he's the winner. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Beautiful, well done, well done. Bragging rights, Nicely baby. Done. Nice, yeah, baby. Done. Awesome. All right, Randy. Next week we are transitioning. We've got a wild card episode that uh, Randy, you, you and I have not spoken really in the last four weeks, five weeks. So we don't know what that wild card episode is going to be. So it's going to be the wildest of oh. wild cards, and we hmm. will let you. Or did we have something planned that I just forgot about? No, we didn't have anything planned, <laughs> oh. but but had we spoken, I I kicked off this segment by saying it was a miss on your part by doing a Thanks. German beer segment and not doing a Pilsner. How do you do German beer and not cover Pilsner? Well, so I was I was gonna I was segment, gonna. We? But we've done so many beers in a row. Whatever. Beer's right, fantastic, we'll now... Jordan. Shut your mouth. Yeah, Robbie will announce next week what the uh, wild card. No, I, we could do we could do a German <laughs> Pilsner. We could do a Kolsch. We didn't do a Kolsch. Oh, I I'd love to do a Kolsch. Can we do a Kolsch? Kolsch. We're doing Kolsch. Okay. Yep. Now. That's our that's our wild card. We're doing Kolsch. It's official. But now and now, Randy, are, are we allowing Kolsch to the style? Are we doing? Wait, what? Are we doing uh, Kolsch style or are we doing Kolsch specific? Does it have to be a German Kolsch or can it be a Kolsch style? I think you How and I should do. I, I think you and I should go German Kolsch and keep the German excursion uh, continuing on one one more week. Uh, though yeah, I, I I welcome everybody in the audience to go out and if you if you have a local brewery that makes a Kolsch style beer, I would love to hear about the pairings that you guys are doing with those as well. Do you guys want to Dig see it. who won the uh, the votes? Yeah, sure. I mean, no, not really. Because we got that like, teaser earlier. I well, mean, it's, it's I, I changed. I, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I, I should have won by like seventy percent last week, and I didn't. So I don't really trust these votes anymore. It was uh, it was tied, and you guys heard me say, "What are we gonna do? It's tied." Somebody, somebody. <laughs> uh, but somebody 
that spurred somebody to say, hey, I better vote. And uh, oh. the votes have changed to this. Yeah, I don't trust these votes at all anymore. <laughs> Randy, <laughs> just, well, just, one person I, I, I believe so heavily in this audience. I know you guys are tuned into what we're doing. You're tuned into your own palates. You know what good flavor is, <laughs> and you're not going to be swayed by by a, a, an overuse of the term synergy because that's not a flavor, Robbie. <laughs> synergy is not something you can taste, and there and our audience is too smart to fall for your marketing games. I feel like I, I, I beg to differ that, that that you can taste synergy. <laughs> All right, so that's what the whole goal is here. At least, at least when Eric won uh, and when he shouldn't have, he was he was man enough to admit that my pairing was better. It's okay if you don't want to do it, but that's fine. All right, well, fantastic. <laughs> uh, for, for segment four, we we. we uh, we are we do have um i think one last cigar to that we hadn't quite we were kind of on the fence with but i will announce um right now what segment four is going to be we'll announce the exact cigars uh as, as as we get um closer segment four is going to be nicaraguan cigars folks you know we we have covered rappers in previous seasons yeah. we've smoked a lot of nicaraguan cigars obviously but we are going to be focused on the cigars that best um, really drive home that that profile and that experience uh, of Nicaraguan tobacco. Again, as I've said, every one of these, um, the they do not have to be um, puros, but they can be. And um, the, again, the whole idea is to to really give everybody a good uh, flavor memory. So that you can really identify what Nicaraguan tobacco tastes like. Uh, I will say we are going to be kicking it off with the Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio 1970. Um, at one oh, point, no, we man. are definitely going to be smoking the Placencia Alma Fuerte. Um, and like I said, we we were we still have to firm up. We have about five other cigars that we're considering for the, for the last two. Um, so uh, so get your cigars, pair along with us. We enjoy it. Robbie, take us out. <laughs> Beautiful. Looking forward to Nicaraguan cigars. Uh, as as I said, that German beer is the best beer on the planet. I think that Nicaraguan tobacco is the best tobacco on the planet. So we're going from one of the best areas to the other, which uh, is almost like we planned it, Randy. Um, but uh, we totally planned that. Um, look, I'm <laughs> bummed that we're wrapping up uh, uh, German beers, but we're going to do one more next week with the Kolsch. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll let you all know on Monday what specific Kolsch Randy and I are getting um and uh, hopefully it'll be something you can find at your local spot but again as randy said if your local beer does a cult or your local breweries do a cult style uh ale we'd love to hear about that as well uh thanks everybody for tuning in uh this was a lot of fun i love german beer let's just can we seriously can we just do season six as all german beer like we'll like, just call it make the decision season right six you know season it's, what it's, it's sex <laughs> oh, that, okay. that's how you say six all in, right. in oh, german okay. all right <laughs> And you know, like, it's sometimes it's see this is what's weird about doing it live is like you say something and you really don't know what the response is going to be so are we and, at a pg-13 at this point it's not really we're at really baby tvm that's 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 fantastic all right boys thanks everybody for tuning in this was a blast uh everybody have a great week stay safe stay healthy be kind to each other it doesn't cost you anything we'll see you next week on wednesday we'll be back on wednesday randy as the odyssey continues Thank you.